Welcome here to a very special National Signing Day broadcast featuring Gianneri Dante Reed here with us. Offensive lineman coming to us from Hutchinson Community College in Kansas. Had offers from teams around the country including Oregon, Coastal Carolina, and Arizona State. And ultimately chose Syracuse as his home. Here on National Signing Day, December 21st, 2022, he is signed, sealed, and delivered orange. He is here with me today to celebrate that moment. Janery, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Glad to be on your show. Yeah, man. And, and we were talking about it off the air, but I, I want you, I love this story and I love your grandmother's response to the story. So uh, tell everybody where Janery came from and don't leave anything out because your grandmother's reaction was priceless. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, well, my name is very complicated. Uh, my name is Jay Honery with a apostrophe between the J and the O. Uh, my mom in the delivery room, I'm, I, I wasn't meant to be named Jay Honery, but in my delivery room, uh, my mom, she wanted to name me Dallas Austin Reed. And uh, my grandma, she was in the room, and like when she said that, she was like, are you crazy? Like, don't name him that. Like, dude, that's not what we name him. No, Dallas Austin Reed. Uh, <laughs> so my family, like, they... uh. They was all in the delivery room. They was trying to come up with like an idea of what to name me. Yeah. And uh, my mom, she was like, "Well, I want them. To have, I want. I want my son to have the same initials as his father, which is J and R. But at the same time, uh, a, a unique name." And she was like, she just kept like just consistently stuck on the name Henry. And then so, uh, well, my grandma, she's uh, she's actually French. She can speak French. And uh, she actually was like, well, if you like the name Henry, you should name him Henry. And my mom was like, well, I want him to have the initials as his daddy. And so my mom, my grandma was like, well, then put Jay in front of it. And then so my name came out as Jay Henry. And, uh, yeah, that's how the name came about. But uh, my mom wanted me to have the same initials uh, and stuff as my pops. And uh, But it was just unique. Like, she wanted to ask for a unique name. So, like, in English, my name actually means say Henry and uh it's actually kind of crazy because like <laughs> my mom tried to name me Dallas Austin Reed and uh it's, it's very kind of it's still funny to this day like I'm glad she didn't in a way yeah I mean Dallas Austin Reed could have been your name and then like, yeah, I'm the, from Houston, and, like <laughs> <laughs> so you would have been Dallas Austin and you're from Houston that's yeah that's did your mom say why she was picking two cities in in texas and neither one of them where you were where you were from no like honestly she was just more lines was just happy with like uh like she liked the name dallas like she was like it just sounds so nice when they say it it rolls off the tongue but then she also liked the name austin and i'm like like that's just weird, my life. That's just two weird names that you're trying to put together. And she was like, "Well, I'm gonna put it together," but your grandma must stop me. So, uh, yeah, my mom. I, I she just my mom. She just got a unique name. It's like, uh, like my little baby brother, uh, Cashmere. That's a unique name for a boy. Uh, also, my other little baby brother, uh, who is like six or five. I don't know. It's just it, time, time just been moving since I've been in school, but. Uh, his name is Zechariah. Instead of Zachariah, is Zechariah. Like, so she just likes unique names. Yeah, you know, one of the kind names. And and I, I like I like Jay Henri because, like you said, you know, grandma are speaking French. Henri instead of Henry, the Jr. So it, I mean, it all comes together. It's all it's all connected in a, yeah. in a really special way, which is cool for you. So. You know, that's it's a very unique name. How many people butcher that name? How many times do you have to correct people? Everybody butchers it. That's why I, I just go by Reed. I just I just I just go by Reed. Like I love my name. Like don't get me wrong. Like some people say it, some people are able to say it, and then some people just butcher it. I didn't hear the worst. John Ray. John Ray. Like right, it's a crazy name. Uh John Ray is probably the most common that people say because they like Sometimes my name don't have the, the apostrophe in it, and they don't see it, and so they just be trying to sound it out, or they put the apostrophe behind the N, and I'll be like, nah, my name's not John Ray, it's, it's J. Honoree, the apostrophe is between the J and the O. It's, it's something that I got to correct a lot, but then I just give people the easy route. You can call me J, you can call me J. Reed, J. R., Reed, Big Reed, whatever familiar, whatever's good with you, you know, as long as you just don't disrespect the name, you know, uh... <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, how, you said everybody butches it. How have how have I done with that? Oh, you did pretty. I mean, it's pretty good. You probably got it on like you know within the first couple tries. It's pretty straight. <laughs> All right. Happy to know I got it, Jonnery. So here with me, Jonnery Reed, a Jr. who has signed with the Syracuse Orange, an offensive lineman uh, coming to Syracuse from Hutchinson Community College in the. What you yes, say? Yeah, in the state of Kansas. Here, you made a noise there. What is it about uh, Hutchinson? Is that is that a little rally? That's JUCO. Okay. That's JUCO in, in the nation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, best place to be. Like fresh out of high school for any kid that's like real uh, looking to get developed mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. However, like if you want to grow as a person, man, Hutchinson, Kansas is the place to go if you don't have options. It's a place to be. It's a place, the area. Like it's in the middle of nowhere. Like don't get me wrong, it's in the middle of nowhere. But being in the middle of nowhere, I done met people. I learned more about myself than I ever thought I knew. Um, seeing, seeing, you know, transitioning from a big city to a small town, I, I actually liked it a lot. You know, uh, it was one thing that helped me actually like control my self management. And, uh, time management and things of that nature because uh, growing up in a, in a huge city, growing up in Houston, Texas, on the north side of Houston, Texas, and uh, man, it was just one thing that you always seen. It was just consistent, fast movement from everybody. Like, everybody's moving at a high rate of speed. And, and when you're in them type of cities, the only thing you can do is move faster to keep up with the regular fast pace. And so when I got to a small town, I'm thinking, dang, I got to move, but I got to do this and that. But actually, I can sit back, move a little slower, move on my time, my pace, and be on and understand, like, okay, at this time I got this, at this time I got that. And it's it's not traffic you got to worry about. It's not that you got to worry. It's not nothing. It's just making sure that you're in the right, in the right place at the right time, 10 minutes ahead of the time with the Blue Dragon Way. Yeah, you know what? Go ahead. So that, that helped a lot for me. And, you know, like you said, going to a place where, you know, it's just the community college and you're set off by yourself in the middle of nowhere. What did that do for your peace of mind, your wellness, your focus in school and in football? What did that do for you? I dive deep into what I love. You know, you don't have distractions. Uh I, if, if you want to be distracted, you can find things to distract you. Let me say it like that. But it's still limited things that can distract you. You know what I'm saying? If you, like, if you if you choose to be distracted, you can be distracted. Uh, but for me, what it did was my first semester here. It made me like understand like did I did I love football? You know, um, I came down to PWO after Corona. The uh, the summer after Corona had almost basically ended. Um, but we were still going through like the quarantine pro- uh, protocols and things of that nature so as far as six distance, six feet and uh, the mask, wearing masks in public places and stuff like that. But like when I got here, like, like I understood what I, where I wanted to be at and how I wanted to get back to where I was coming out, where I was coming at, coming out of high school as far as strength, size, IQ. There's a lot of things I had sitting out of football for a year. I had to actually pick that back up. So coming down to PWO, I get there, I find I'm on academic probation because of my last school. Um, so I, I'm on academic probation. So that's automatically registered. Like, yo, you got a registered. So I'm like, oh, dang. I, I wasn't really feeling it at first. But I'm like, you know, whatever for football because I don't want I don't want to be back home no more. Like sitting at home is not, it's not it, you know, uh, it's not where I want to be at. It's not how I want to live my life and I, I don't want to be stuck in Houston, Texas my whole entire life. So like it was something I had to come had to cope with and like agree with. But then once I agreed with it, like my third day on campus, I was fully bought into to the program and to what the coach was preaching and selling and like trying to do. And I, I was bought in. You know, I had I had a hometown friend there with me who uh his name is Dennis Wilburn. Uh, he plays at Texas he's the starting center at Texas Tech right now. Uh you know, he was there. So I had somebody from the crib who was like, hey, bro, like, this this, this is this is an opportunity because, like, he's showing me the opportunities that he being presented at the time. And I'm like, oh, snap. And he like, bro, I ain't even started a season yet. I ain't played a season as a center yet. 
And he's like, these are just coming from guard. Like my guard film playing guard and everything when they won this back back when they won back in spring twenty one. Yeah, spring twenty one. Yeah, it will be spring twenty one. It's almost time. But uh so when I got here I was like, all right, third day I was fully bought in because the coach was like, Hey, you have the potential to lead this team this season. They told me that back in spring twenty one, you have the position you have the potential to be the starting center here coming up for the next fall. So I'm on scout team. I'm I'm going through the rhythm and everything. I'm like, oh my God, like the game has gotten so much faster. Like guys flying around and like, I'm like, oh, I'm not used to it no more. You know, uh, seeing blitzes, uh, understanding how to pick up blitzes again, uh, hand placement, feet, feet, and like just getting everything back into sync and football orientated. So uh, when I did, the, when I found that out, like you know, I, I'm going like three, four weeks, like still trying to get everything down, packing, like still trying to get like in shape, football shape, and everything like that, and like cut weight and like get stronger here and eat this right and things of that nature. And the next thing you know, October coming, I'm like, I'm over here having a blast. I'm having fun. I'm <laughs> taking full advantage of everything that's going on. I'm airy, like I'm I'm high energetic to go practice at in scout. And people like the coaches like, bro, that's wild. Like the D line coaches and everything, they like, can y'all please, please do something about Reed? Cause I'm making plays, like you know, I'm I'm selling a scout team. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to, because um, honestly, uh, my old line coach, he the first week of scout, he was like, if you bull crap him like this, I will send you home. Yeah. And like after that first week, I was like, all right, no more. Like, like get into it, give it your all, produce, you know, and that's what I was doing, and then we. My, that season right there, I probably against some of the best defensive players. I I, I consider it the best, you know, off of talent wise and off of uh, and off of like you know just like drive and hunger for the game. Like yeah, like I played with some of them kind of guys, and uh, it was fun. So like they went, they get booted out the natty for the race for the natty that year. Uh, so it was kind of a tip of my shoulder, like man, I gotta get this team to the natty, you know. Uh, but they won conference, you know, they beat our conference, got a bowl game and things like that. And, like, the players, like, I remember seeing all the players that was leaving was, like, so upset because, like, man, we should have had it. We should have we should have won. We should have been number one. And we should have went to the Natty. We'll get this ring. And, like, we got a ring, but, like, we don't want this ring. We want a, we want that big boy ring, that, that, that real piece of hardware. This conference is cool and all, but, like, we ain't, that ain't what we want. You know what I'm saying? So I'm... I'm sitting there and I'm I'm listening to this and I'm like, dog, like, I feel you. Like, I, I want the ring too, bro. Like, like, you feel me? I want it too. And I, so I took that into the spring of 2022. And uh, and I grinded it. I grinded it so hard. And like, I, I dominated in the weight room. I dominated as hard as I could in the weight room. Dominated as hard as I could on the field. I just gave everything 110. You know, uh, I had a lot of things going on too, personally. In the spring 2022, uh, two, 2022, so many 20s. In spring 22, <laughs> yeah. in spring 22, I had so much personal issues going on. So, like, the fuel and the passion that I wanted to put into, like, the, into my, like, my growth and my development, I just ate it up with my anger and my, like, my anger. Like, my anger really drilled, driven me through my through my spring because I, I was driven to be the best. I'm, I'm driven to do that. And uh, spring, I earned the spot. Like, I earned it. I, I, I took it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I took it miles away. And, like, not saying that the backup center behind me, he was not capable of doing what I was doing. It was just, like, he was, like, me and him, we got new respect for each other. We love each other. Like, everything. I'm happy for my bro. He about to, go, he about to do some nice things, too, where he go next. Um... But me and him, we was in competition with each other. Uh, we learned from each other. I stole so much, so many, like, little things from him to critique my game and make my game better because it was working for him. It was certain things that I couldn't do or I didn't understand. But then when I watched him do it, it was like, oh, this is how you do it. I right, and then take it, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Um, like I use a, a, a crazy saying, but I say I tell coaches like when I was at Syracuse, I told Coach uh, Smith, my old line coach, I told him I said, hey, you know I'm coming in, and when I'm coming in, understand that uh, I'm gonna rep you for all your resources. And he he looked at me like with big old eyes and shocked, like did I just say the word rape? And I said, yeah, I want you to let you know, like I'm not coming in asking for this. I'm not looking like to be given is like nah i'm taking it i want to know it. i'm taking it anything that you know anything that can help produce my game and make me better i'm taking it you know and he was like wow that's like that's a strong word and i'm like i'm using it in strong intent and it, it just shocked him he, it shocked him off the map like he was he was shot so a little few he was like all right uh he really it caught him off guard i really caught him off guard but that's how that that's how i'm looking at it like uh you gotta, you gotta take it. You gotta be willing to take it. Uh, that's one thing I didn't do at JUCO. I, like I waited my turn at JUCO, but at the same time, when the moment presented itself, I took it and I, I took it with full commit. Not hesitating, not one foot in, one foot out. Like I, I, I stumped in the door, dived in the deep end. Uh, yeah. That comment here from Janery Reed and here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora in this National Signing Day special. And, and I love that. You know, I appreciate you telling your story. And that's the whole point of, of Wake Up Call is to put a spotlight on your story and to let you, you know, just, just speak on it. And so many things that you're looking to do and looking to accomplish. You said you spoke with Mike Schmidt, the offensive line coach and, and run game coordinator at Syracuse. What's your relationship like with Coach Schmidt? And do you have a relationship with anybody else on the coaching staff up to this point? I, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I think I got like uh, I established like a good connection between a lot of the the coaches. Uh, but like who I'm really locked in with right now is my boy Coach uh, Coach Coy. I'm locked in with him like crazy. Uh, I'm locked in with Coach Mike, Coach Coach Smith, uh, Coach Bayers. Like, that, like that's me and him. Me and him definitely got some times where we hit it off and like. Just like, all right, yeah, bro. Like, all right, me and you, we vibing. I can feel it in the energy, how the gravity's shifting, and like, it's, it's moving in a good way. The energy's good, everything's good. Like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? He he's not looking to give me nothing. He's looking for me to come in and earn it and take it. And like, you know, uh, he personally like my demeanor and approach to everything. Uh, Coach Coach Smith do too. Uh, he like my he like he like the approach that I bring to the game. And like how I'm trying to bring it to the game and what I can do and what I can't and how I can elevate it. Uh, you know, I'm like then with a lot of people on the on the recruiting staff, uh, and the like, you know, player development people too. Um, I, I hit it off with a few of the quarterbacks. Uh hit, definitely hit it off with the freshman running back, the Quinn. Bruh. He was one of the reasons why I really saw him, man. Seeing a running back like him and like Seeing him work in practice, like I'm, I'm talking about, like you, 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 you know, you know, guys who's gonna work, and you know, like players know it, like you, you can see it, like off the demeanors and how they approach it, and how they like, you know, stumping around and like what they energy like, man. You, you can tell who 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 like that in practice from just practice. You can just know, like, okay, this he want to be that kind of guy for the team. Yeah, like watching him. But it sold it. I was like, dog, like me, I'm like I consider myself all day, any day of the week. I am a run offensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? I love running the ball. Like let me let's put our hand really in the dirt and let's really like stump the ground and, and get these yards by the inches. And uh seeing him, whew, I was like, Yeah, bro, I wanna give you a thousand yards. You know what I'm saying? I, I want fuck this. like don't get me wrong, like yeah, passing yards cool and everything, but you yeah, we don't have to give you a thousand yards. Yeah, you need it. You need it. What, what is what was it about? Like you said, seeing the way that LaQuint Allen uh, practiced. What is it about his game that gets you so amped up and so like, hey man, like we're we got to get you a thousand yards. We got to get you there. I mean, Sean Tucker first back to back thousand yard rusher at Syracuse since two thousand nine two thousand ten when Delon Carter did it. So it's been a while. What makes you believe that LaQuint Allen is that good of a running back, and why are you so passionate? about helping him. You said that he had such an effect on you that he's part of the reason why you committed. So bring me into that connection and just what you saw him do that made you feel like he's not only that good, but I feel personally like I need to get him a thousand yards. 
This past season, uh, my boy, my boy Dylan, my boy Dylan Kenzior. Oh my God, he, he just signed uh, to University of Buffalo. Uh, man, a hard worker, kid shit out of Oklahoma, hard working. Like never ever have I seen a white boy run like this. Like it, it was unlike. I seen the receivers, I just seen like the linebackers and stuff like this. But like to see a running back, like. Oh my God, he remind he get everything that he needed to get done as far as switching it. He the next CMC, he runs just too hard. Like he 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 one of them guys who, with the right development technique in the right areas, gonna sell. Like I love to run. I love for him to run behind me again. It's just cause, you know, he he was he was relentless. Like you know, when you find a running back that's relentless, like that was our workhorse. Like, like on that on our offense, he was the reason why we succeeded so much because he was just so like when we couldn't get the ball out in the open field and uh, uh we couldn't get it. Like man, I just seen this guy break three tackles in the backfield. Yeah, still, still gained positive yards. Like ain't no ain't nobody doing that. Most guys gonna lay down. Like you know. And give up and be like, all right, next play. Like, nah, like, bro, he did not. Like, he he ain't want a negative yard. Like, a negative yard, his eyes, it was wrong. My coach instilled, my running back coach instilled to him, who is Coach Greg Cross, he instilled into him, hey, bro, we run the score every every time. Every time you touch that rock, you run the score. You run the dance in that blue. You run the dance. You run, you, you run to put six on the board. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah. I was telling him, I was like, bro, you got 22 on you. You got to score 22 points yourself. He did that one game. He scored 21 points one game for us. Help us lead. He helped us. He as a running back, he helped us come back from a from a from a game that we thought that was over as a as a whole team. But because he was so relentless and so hungry and just so driven to just, hey, I'm going to be the game changer. I'm going to be the guy that changes this. I'm going to be the guy to go make a play, step up and do what I need to do and just do my job. You know, uh, him, he was different. I respect that. You know, I got a lot of love for Dylan. Love that boy. Uh, had a lot of – it was fun because, like, as he, started, as he started clicking, like, he made me want to work harder. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we in presence. Like, hey, bro, look, when you see me kick a dude out, get ready to cut on me. Or if you see me log it in, like, you see me log it, push it outside, bro. Like, it's time for you to, like, like let's run it. Like, let, let's go ahead and start keying in and, like, having that one-on-one communication without having to talk to each other. And, like, it, it reflects certain plays on field, live. Like, it reflects. You see it. Like, he sees it and he feels it and he pop, pop. Yep, it's the seven-yard game. 10, 15-yard game, 30-yard touchdown run. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's there. All right, bro, we got to run this inside duo. All right, bet. Hey, you know where to go. You know where to hit it at. You already know where to push it Push it at. He pushing right behind 72. You know what I'm saying? And uh, by him trusting me so much, I just never wanted to let him down. You know, uh, same with my quarterback, though. You know, uh, I always, always wanted to give him the cleanest pocket he could ever have. You know, I told him at one point, I said, bro, the pocket going to be so clean, you can just tiptoe in there. Just tiptoe. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Just tiptoe. And uh, he knew it. Like, he trusted. Like, he trusted that pocket. He knew exactly if it was folding, where his gap and where his seam could be at so he can escape. Uh, man, he took it. He took it a few times, especially when he needed it to. Like, he took it. Um you know, I, 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 like I said, I'm a run blocker. So I, turn, I transition my pass. I didn't, I didn't transition pass blocking into a, a, a QB draw just because, like, hey, bro, this dude, I got this dude 10 yards in front of the line of scrimmage on a pass play because you're not going, you're not going to pressure my quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I got, if it's up to me, I'm, I'm stop him. I'm, I'm put my body on the line. I'm give, I'm gonna give you all my. So they like, you know, keep him clean, keep him right, keep him healthy, keep him, you know, just poised and neutral, you know. Because quarterbacks, they got a lot of pressure on them. You already got, you already got to make the snap. You got to read the pressure. You got to read the defense. You got to make sure you know who you're throwing to. And at the same time, you got to know every goddamn rock, play, whatever. You got to know it. You got to understand it. So if I can keep you from you worrying about guys in your face, let me do that for you. If I got to tell you, like it was at a point now. Well, it was like, hey, but don't even worry about guys in the box. If they look like the potential, I got you. Don't even worry about it. I, if you don't, you ain't got to worry about calling the hots, the lows, the alerts, none of that. I got you. I take that off of your hands. You know, uh, and I did. You know, he, and as time went on, he trusted it, and he kept trusting it, and he kept trusting it, and he was like, yeah, man, you, I got you, bro. Like in you know, probably like weeks, like game six. Game five, four, probably. Maybe game, yeah. I say after the first three games, he, he knew what was up. Game four, he trusted it. He was like, "Bro, go ahead, bro, do you." And as I as I kept succeeding, man, my coaches started trusting him more. Like, hey, all right, we we can put more workload on him. Uh, like, and then the coach, the head coach, was like, "Hey, you just keep doing what you're doing." My old line coach, was like, "Hey, bro, I want to do this with you. I want to do that with you." I'm like, "Whatever to help see, whatever to help the team win, I want to do it." And uh. That's what it was. It was times when my coach had to kick me out the office to go to class because <laughs> I was trying to watch film yeah. with him. Like, hey, let's, hey, I know it's Monday. You about to break this game film now. Let's break it down together. He like, man, don't you got class? It's eight thirty. Don't you got class? Man, no, 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 just fifteen minutes, coach. Just fifteen minutes. Uh, all right, fifteen minutes. You gotta get to class. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like he he knew. Um, it was. I asked questions like every day at practice before practice. Like, hey, coach, what do you want me to do? Like, tell me how you want me to play this week. And that was the question that I asked him. And he was like, some, sometimes he'd say, I need you speed. I need speed. I need fast. Because these guys, they're going to shoot them gaps quick. I need you to be fast. I need you to get out quick. And then sometimes he'd be like, man, these guys, they're much fatter and slower. <laughs> mm. 
you say, I need power. I need power and leg drive. And I just need you to, you know, really get a lot of power and base. And I'm like, I had power and base all week. You know, and as we get into the game, it may be power and base not working. Like, I got to use the speed. And I adapt to that over the first, after the first five, six drives. Like, all right, yeah, this ain't working because they're not giving us this. All right, let's resort back to this. All right, I got to get out there quick. Let me, like, you know, and uh, it helped. You know, it helped. And being able to be one of them centers that can, like, free up the A gap one deep, it helps. It helped my guard. It helped my tackles. It helped push things on the outside that couldn't be pushed if you had to help your center with a double team. So, it's a beauty in that too, you know. It's a beauty to know that oh, I can I can get a back bar, get my guard to wrap around, and we just still be straight with I know spilling on the inside. Uh, it just it's just great, you know. My coaches they put a lot of faith in me, you know. Uh, I'm a, when I sign my papers today, you know, everybody like everybody's coming in the office like, hey, bro, you 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 earned this, like dog. You we couldn't ask for more from you. And then, like my head coach walked in, he said, man, you know. Thank you for providing to the program. You know, uh, you was one of the guys that actually helped us do it. You know, they but like a team. It was a uh, it was player led. Like it was player lead. Like uh, led. Like our coach they had influence, but like a lot of us players held each other accountable because we knew what we wanted as a unit, as an offense, as a defense, and as a whole team. We knew what we wanted, and uh, guys were just unselfish. You know. Uh, we put our egos past it, like, especially in Juco. It was so hard. Like, you can ask any coach how like how close we were. You would think like we've been together for four years. How close we are, and how how come and and we can how come and how we can stay in neutral with each other. But um, man, yeah, like our coaches, like they let us lead each other. Like you know, they let us hold each other accountable. It was at the point where we was holding coaches accountable, and coaches was holding us accountable, and everything was all respect. Nobody was bigger than nobody. The head coach knew. The head coach gave his recognition to the to the offense. I mean, to the coaches. My fault. You know, uh, to the coach, to the coaches on defense, and to the coaches on offense. He gave his recognition because he knew that it wasn't just him who who did it. Like, you know, I brought the right guys in on my team, and from everybody in our office, from Coach K, Coach M, Coach Cross, Coach Searcher, Coach Ward, Coach Omley, Coach Sagato, like all them coaches, like, and even outside forces. You know. Uh, Coach Aaron, you know, man, he he came in there. He gave us words of words of faith of how we should proceed and be great. Like you know what I'm saying. Uh, like I look at closer with God because of him. Uh, you know, he 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 gave faith. You know, he found he gave us some sermons where uh, you know he'd tell us like, hey man, you know, this is a, a game, but like this game can help us grow mentally as a person. And by having him, having him in the room and having him around the campus, you like it. it been times where I stop and be like, or like I'm not feeling right. Like, you know, I'm overwhelmed with this and I'm I'm with that. And he like, you know, let's pray. You know, uh, let's pray. Like, cause at the end of the day, we pray about it. We can like, definitely like overcome it. And, like, man, or he just give me if we wasn't praying about it, he just give me the best words of advice outside of that. And. Uh, you know, that's why Hutch is, Hutch is Hutch, you know, uh, bruh, I wasn't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell this to you right now, I wasn't one of the best students in the classroom, um, I, like, I tell people all the time, like, you know, I don't care about ABCs, you know, I'm more worried about XLs and LBs, and, uh, what we can do to stop them, you know, I'm, a, so, now I had Miss Ellis, Miss Aaron Ellis, like, she, she stayed on me so heavy in the classroom, because she was like, you know, your degree is what matters. Yeah. Like in society, like, you know, you could be a football player, but when it's time to hang these cleats up, you need things to, you know, fall back on. And I, at the time, when I first got there, it was like, nah, bro, I just need to get D1. You feel me? And now, like, I'm sitting here with her. Like, she's helping me. She's continuously to help me. She's, cause she's continuing, continuing to help me as of now. Like, you know, um, just having her in my corner uh, and having her at Hutch. Having to be a part of the Hutch Factory, it's a major win because personally, I feel like us as athletes, we wouldn't even have succeeded here if it wasn't for her. Just because knowing who we were, we was most of the guys was more driven into the lock, like driven and just staying in the football facility all day, all night. You know. 
So it was times where we went with her and she's like, hey, this is what you need to complete this week. You need to do this this week. You need to get that done. You need to come in here at 1030 and at 1 o'clock today and get this done. All right? Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm a soldier. She tell me what to do. I just follow the orders. My coach be like, hey, you need to be in there at 1 o'clock. Don't worry about football meetings. Like, it was times, like, when my coach would be, like, kick me out of football meetings. Hey, you need to go here. You need to go to Miss Ellis. You need to get grades right. You need to do that. And I'm like, man, I want to be here. Like, I don't really care like that. And he's like, nah, you got you to gotta get your priorities right. And uh, he helped me with that a lot. You know, he helped me learn to prioritize the priorities. And it helped, you know. This place is special, man. This place got special people in it for a reason. This place is this place is a gold mine. Shit, a diamond mine. Shit, it got so many jewels that these people give you that you that you would never get in your everyday life. Spending three semesters here was the best thing I ever did. I wish I came here out of high school. No telling what would have happened if I came here out of high school. Uh, things happen for a reason, and I'm just happy to be part of this, you know. It was it's fun. So I kind of want to leave it, to be honest with you. That coming from Jay Honoré Reed here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, National Signing Day special as he has found his way to the Syracuse Orange. So, Jay Honoré, I know we talked about Coach Schmidt, the offensive line coach and run game coordinator, but to look at why Syracuse, what was it about Syracuse when did you build or start building a relationship with them? I know you said Hutchinson is, is hard for you to leave, but you are leaving and you are coming to Syracuse. What is it about yeah. Syracuse that made it the right fit? Why did you commit? Why did you sign? And and how long did Syracuse try to woo you, so to speak? You know, this this dating process of trying to get you to say yes to the team. How how long was that process and, and why is Syracuse the fit? Uh man, Syracuse Syracuse is a great fit because of like all the uh, all the opportunities that it has presented for itself in the next few years. And also like, you know, just looking at the depth chart, you know, uh y'all losing y'all start your starting center right now who's graduating. Um and that's that's actually was um, a cool little reason to come in because like you know I got two years of eligibility uh, eligibility ah snap eligibility ah snap mom I'm getting these words coming up but I got two years left to play football just know that <laughs> uh, I two years left to play football and um, you know right now it's more on lines of like getting in front of a, a team uh, getting in front of scouts NFL scouts now getting my name put out there as much as possible but at the same time where can I have the most immediate impact on the team you know uh, not saying that Syracuse is a sorry team or anything like that but uh, you know I actually like I like like I like the people there like the people is who brought me there like you know what I'm saying seeing the players like some most of the players that was there they they were uh clicking like crazy like i'm like yo i do y'all locked in they like bro yeah like and they they from like the whole the whole east coast let me just say that because I, I couldn't even tell you like you got boys from philly new jersey like all over in that area i'm like bro like i'm from houston texas i don't even know how places out here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they, 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 they they arguing about rappers and hip-hop and like influencers in they city i'm like bro, i don't even know none of these dudes like like for real, like uh, like these guys, like I don't, I don't know these guys, like I don't know like none of these dudes, and I'm like, and that's cool because like I like being out my element. I like I like learning new things. I like uh, seeing new things and experiencing new things. But uh, bro, Coach Mike, man, I've been building that relationship with Coach Mike since uh, two days after my birthday, uh, when he dropped the O on me, yeah. Like I've been building that relationship. He called me. I remember he called me like late night. We we had just probably finished playing the game, and uh, I remember we had just finished playing the game. So he called me like the next day night, and like we were about to on the way to a team like to a team meeting to to reassess how we did in the games and like start getting the grade sheets and stuff of what we did, the pros and the cons, and like how we can build on what we did. Uh, like I get the call. Like my coach pulled me to the office. He's like, hey. Syracuse about to call you right now. Uh, I'm like, 
uh, all right, you know, I'm not one of the ones type of people who, like, get their hopes up and everything like that. Because I didn't talk to a lot of coaches who just, like, just keep pulling your leg and stuff. And uh, now he got on the phone. He was like, how you doing and everything like that. And I was like, I'm doing straight, coach, you know, uh, getting ready to go to this meeting. And he was like, well, check this out. I'm going to keep it brief since you got a meeting. He's like, I set your family out. I've been watching you since earlier, since your first game. He said, I tell you this out. I got a center leaving, and I need a center. And I feel like looking at your films from these last few weeks, you're the guy for me. And I was like, so what you saying, coach? What are you trying to say? And he was like, look, you got a full scholarship, a full scholarship offer to come here to Syracuse and play in the ACC. Yeah. My first P5. My first P5. And when I tell you, like, in a way, I was so, like, lost for words. Like, uh, if you look at it, like, like, I was lost for words. I couldn't, I wasn't speechless. I was like, okay, okay. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I, right, I'm finally getting the recognition. I'm finally getting it. Like, you know, I, I've been getting these, these uh, G5 offers and I've been getting, these, like, you know, FPS offers, FCS offers, but I'm finally trying to get true recognition from a big dog. I'm like, all right, bet. And then next thing you know, I'm over here. I'm I'm on, I'm talking to on the phone consistently, like weekly, daily, with Coach Coy, who's actually a good friend of my coach. So it was like that relationship was built right there. And then uh Dion Mr. Dion Maddox, uh who was player de- uh development, he had a he actually had a good relationship with one of my mentors back in Houston who coached me. Who is that? Uh, Who's that? Who, uh, my mentor? Yeah. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Deaver, Coach Dwayne Deaver. Um, he coached me back in – he's the reason why I'm at playing center, to be honest with you. Uh, he coached me my senior year of high school, and, you know, he, he got me he got me into the mindset of playing center and stuff like that because he played center himself. And like I like what's so crazy is like I've been surrounded by I've been since I've been coached I've been surrounded by centers since I've been since I had a true O line coach I've been surrounded by coaches who play center like that was my position growing up I like I know like so like I had all these guys telling me and everything like hey man like this is what I, this is what it takes to be this and to be a great center and like this and that it was a lot of things like that I had to flip. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not a very verbal person. Like, I don't like talking. I don't like, I don't, I don't like in, inspiring people as far as, like, me just talking to you and stuff like that. Like, I rather let my actions do my talking because, like, you know, actions are a lot of the words. And if you're doing what people seeing, they believe, you know. Uh, if you see it, you believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, everybody can talk a good game. And uh, just coming from the streets of Houston, that was always key number one. Like, bro, like, everybody's going to sell you on bullshit. Uh, but sorry for my language, but like you know, so I was reading through it and everything like that, and then like, like everybody's just passing out like key notes and like key understandings of what kind of personality it take to play the position of center. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, when you talking football, you got to be like one of the smartest guys in the room. You know, uh, I learned that like. Uh, you know, now, now I can sit there, I can talk football. Like, I understand the football lingo and how we can talk football. Uh, you know, you got you got certain levels of football talk where you can just talk like, you know, just the basic, oh, this is the offense, this is the guard, and that's the quarterback. And then you got things where, like, oh, you see the defense, like, oh, that's an over and under front and things like that. That's a tight and even. And uh, and you get into it where you like, okay, that's a G technique. That's a 10-backer. That's a 20-backer. You see the sound? They about to run the saw. You know, uh, watch the pirate stunt, watch the nut stunt. You know what I'm saying? You got so you got you start seeing so safety rotation like oh snap, they just move from cover three to cover zero. I uh, you know I like, uh, the conversations it get better and like you I can hold a conversation talking football, and that's because of my coach because because coach Phil Searcher like you know he 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 put me in that perspective to actually like learning football like because I I swear I used to come in like every other week be like I I, I we get, like, I, I started talking, I'd bring up a conversation and start talking about something. I just started, started using words and stuff like, 
you know, just little things like act like I know what I was talking about. And then, like, he'll hit me with something so, like, just off the wall. Like, bro, what does that mean? Oh, this just mean this. And I'd be like, oh, man, like, it's just little things. He's like, yeah, you ain't there yet. You know, <laughs> it was something. But, like, because of him, like, he made me want to be, like, he made, he made me understand football because I was willing to learn it. Uh, so that's why I'm looking for out of Coach Mike. You know, he want, he wants to teach me. While I was there, I learned possibly, like, um, majority of the run play calls, the signals, uh, you know, certain things and how they how they function. And, like, uh, what certain calls mean, like, how we, how the slide protections can go and things of that nature without trying to give away too much, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I understand. I, 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 I understood the playbook within two days of being there. And I feel like coming out of high school, I wouldn't have been able to do that if it was go you yeah. know, uh, it took me a little longer, but because like it was broken down from the like inside zone, like, okay, man, this is what they call inside zone in the league. It's called Zoro Zulu. All right, cool, I understand that. Then you got your outside zones, but you got something between outside zone and inside zone called mid zone, where if they want to bang it, they can bang it, but if they want to bounce it, they can bounce it. And if we need to, we can bend it. You know, uh, so... Like, just understanding that, learning that, and, like, knowing the difference between every play, every play design, you know, from gap scheme to zone scheme. Like, understanding what the assignments are and how they differ from each other. I, I, I got, like, that helps a lot coming into a pro-style offense. You know, uh, one thing I wish is, uh, you know, maybe if, like, Syracuse like to do, like, you know, huddles, and then, like, everybody wants to line. You know, I, that's something I would like to do. Uh, but, you know, we get the call from the quarterback, and the quarterback tells us what we're doing, you know, for one number or whatever. And uh, center make the calls. ID the mic, let them know what they're doing, where the, uh, where the devil's going, and um, run it, you know. So it was easy. To, it was easy to comprehend that and understand that. And, you know, uh, having somebody who really wanted to invest into me and having me there, like, you know, uh, my whole recruiting process, I told myself it wasn't a name on the front that mattered. It was a name on the back um, that matters the most now, you know, because don't get me wrong, I'm bought into Syracuse, but it was because, it, but it, at the time when I was making my decisions, it was about what can these programs do for me as far as my development and my standby, because you can go to these schools and you can have the biggest school names, and but like you're not getting developed. You're not putting out the right tape for these guys, for the NFL to scout you. You know, uh, when you like, you can waste time by just choosing people that don't want you. You know, yeah. And one of my biggest yeah. concerns was I need to be wanted and needed, but needed and wanted. You know, they had to go. They had them both had to work together because you could be wanted in the offense or defense or on a team, but you're not needed. Like, hey, yeah, if we get you, bro, we got you. Like, are we happy? Will we play you if we get if we don't like you? No, because we don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Or we need you. We like, bro, like you come into the offense and we need you at this position and everything like that. But like, the coaches don't like you, man. Well, we really don't like. We need you, bro. But because we needed you, bro, we really don't like you. You know? Then you then you start building bad relationships with people because they don't like you. You know? To be wanted, it means you gotta be accepted, and to be needed, it means you gotta have a place. And I had to understand that and. Syracuse offered both of those. They wanted me there, but they need they need me there, you know. Uh, so having that, having just having that want from the coaches, not from just a coach, but the entire staff, having that want, like, hey, yo, this is the guy that we want here. No ifs, ands, or buts. We want you here. You know, having feeling that love, you know, already, already having some type of like. <laughs> fan base at Syracuse, you know, I was at the basketball game and like I got up to leave and I'm walking with Coach Babers and people like, hey bro, like where we know you from? Like that face looks familiar. You know, um being football players, like, you know, we mass heroes and everything like that. So it's kinda hard to see your face and stuff like that. People don't know you by numbers. Most of the time most most of the time they know you by numbers. <clears throat> yeah. But uh you know, like having people be like, "Hey, man, you know, we know about you. We need you here. You know, we want you here." Like having a fan base that already knew me before I even had signed or committed. 
you know, it was it was it was it was fantastic too because it let me know like okay, these guys talking about me, these guys been like like yo, we, they, like this is somebody, this is a very interested person for us, and like we're very interested in them, and to have a fan base that already know me, it's even better because like it's just a plus, like you know, like you coming in with a whole bunch of love, you know, it's not like oh I'm coming in and I'm an unknown person, like who's this guy? Like nah, like oh yeah, we like that, we like him, we want him. You know, having having uh, people such as yourself, like you know, talk about it, ask questions, like, hey, bro, you know, we're looking forward to getting you here in New York, Syracuse, New York. We want you here. You know, that want was very neat. It was very wide and broad from everybody. So that was that was another reason why I committed because you can't find like you know, you, my mom always told me you go where you wanted, not where you not where you tolerated. <laughs> yeah. No, and I love that. You said a lot of things here. I love that you called it masked heroes because it's true. You know, a lot of people know your number. So when they see you walk out, they're looking for 75 or 72 or 6 or 23 or whatever it may be. But masked heroes is such a really interesting and unique and succinct way of describing what it is to be a football player. They don't always know your face, but they they know your number. And then I love what you said, and this is a life thing. You know, you can waste time by choosing people that don't want you. That is not just football. That is with everything. You're you're giving me a lot here, a lot of good quotes, a lot of good uh, knowledge and wisdom here. Like you said, your mom said, don't go, you know, go where you're wanted, not where you're tolerated. Sounds like you are raised by a very good family, but <clears throat> I'm going to definitely be using this stuff. Uh, definitely, uh, you can waste time by choosing people that don't want you. That seems like an easy statement, but it happens a lot. So, you know, uh, everything, you know, in, in January, I mean, this has been an awesome conversation with you. And before I let you go, I mean, you're coming into Syracuse who hasn't had a true center in the last few seasons. Uh, before this season, Aaron service was all over the line. Uh, Carlos Vettorello yeah. has played center. Josh Allow has played center. So coming in with two years of eligibility from Hutchinson, do you feel like you can step in right away and be that center that Syracuse has needed because they haven't had a consistent center in a few years? Well, knowing that I'm coming in to play center, uh, yeah, definitely. I can, like you know, I feel like uh, looking at like with Coach Coach Smith, Coach Smith, and like the OC and everything got drawn up and like the things that they want. One run, they was like, man, we just been waiting on a real center, a center that know how to really like do what he do, and like it's not it's not second nature, but it's actually first nature. Like, you know, snapping the ball for me now is first nature. I can do it with my eyes closed. I, I can I can tell you, I, I tell my quarterback before he tell me like on oh, when we doing passing, that's like, hey, that was to the left of your head a little bit high, huh? He like, yeah, how you knew? Like I could just feel how the ball come out. You know, I can I can understand like, oh man, this but this ball about to come high because of a bad step or my hips was just a little too low or too high. You know, um, it's things like that where I know, like, okay, like, it's just the feel. I got the feel for it, you know, and I got the spider senses for it. So uh, do I feel like I can come in and make an immediate impact? Yeah. Will I come in and make an immediate impact? Yes, I plan on it. Uh, as of right now, like, all, all I know is I just want to get on campus get into the weight room, grind out the spring, like really grind out. I am my new teammates' trust, you know, like showing why I should be your center. You know, like I said, like a lot of guys talk, talk to talk. I just like to show it uh, and show people what I'm capable of doing because like I always still is like, you know, being underrated for what I do. You know, uh, so like it's a chip on the soul. I'm coming in with like major chips. I'm coming in from a. I'm coming. I'm coming in with a chip because I lost. I lost a natty game with my team that I helped lead to get to there. You know, I, I led my team to eleven one season. It should have been twelve and zero. Uh, you know, that's a big accomplishment. It's hard to win. It's hard to win five games in a row. Yeah. But let alone eleven, it was a. It's a big accomplishment. And it, was, it wasn't because we was the best talent on the field. It wasn't because. We had certain guys that made just plays. Like, nah, we clicked and we was disciplined. And like our coaches, our coaches built the offense and the defense and the special teams around the personnel they had. 
You know, it wasn't, oh, I want to run this because I seen them, 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 this, run that. But now, nah, like, they built that offense off of the offense and that defense off of what we had. And they utilized, and they utilized, and they utilized us correctly. And um, that's what I'm looking for. That's Syracuse <clears throat> to be utilized correctly, utilized as much as possible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just just do me. Like, I'm, I'm going to forever be me. Uh, I'm going to forever do what I do. And I'm going to try to sell as best as possible at what I do. Uh, personally, I feel like with all the interviews and things of that nature, uh, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of pressure now, you know, uh, as far as, like, owning up to what I'm standing on now. You know, it's nature business now. Uh, it's no it's no longer, like, my, in my thoughts. Like, okay, this is this is a nature business, like the whole world here. It's like, now you got to mount to it. And uh, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like, you know, fearful, but in a good way, you know, because like, I don't know what it holds. Yeah. But I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready and dead. I'm ready to go through it and, you know, take a full advantage of it. Well, so you, like, come to just working. You talked about, you know, your coach helping you to get stronger in faith. And something I always take with God is uh, something that's been said where, you know, I do not know what my future holds, but I know who holds my future. So, you know, I, I, I'm excited. I'm, you know, talking with you here and just listening to your story and, and everything you have to say. I mean, you've been so open, so, you know, just forthright about so many things and, and describing to, you know, a deep extent why you do what you do, where you came from, what it is about you, people that you're thanking. I mean, honestly, January, I've been able to get to know you, which means people listening and watching have gotten to know you as well. And, and I, I can't, you know, thank you for, I can't thank you enough for, for being so open and honest in a world where some people give one or two word answers and they don't say much. You, you've talked so much about who you are and why you are and, and what you plan on doing. And your passion is contagious that honestly, you know, this is making me want to interview you all the time. I mean, when you come up to Syracuse, we'll be talking and you and I'll talk after this, we'll talk getting into the spring and, and all those things, but I'm excited to tell your story and you've made me excited to tell your story by the person that you are. Yes, sir. And I, I, I appreciate you for allowing me to be on your platform. You know, that's just amazing to find, you know, recognition from certain people and things like that, people who's willing like, to actually write about it or talk mm -hmm. about it or put it on a podcast, however it goes. But, like, just to put it out there from somebody else, man, it means a lot, you know, uh, just the recognition, man. You know, recognition is great. You know, everybody wants it, but uh, it's great. I, I personally can't, I can't wait to get up there and actually meet you in person, you know, uh, sit down. We can probably have better conversations in person because I'm a hell of a person in person. Uh, I'm a character. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm a character, but I I'm, I'm driven by my passion. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, and I feel that. I feel that for sure, and I feel the same. What were you gonna say? Sorry. No, no, you you good. No, you you gravy. No, I was just gonna say. You know, same thing for me. You know, there's a lot of a lot of comedy that I like to bring forward. Love to make people laugh, see people smile, have a good time, sit back and relax. So yeah, getting to see you in person and, and getting to kind of just rep with you and hang out would definitely mean a lot to me. And I look forward to doing that. And I mean, congratulations to you and your family on, on signing and, and coming up to my hometown and, and getting to rep my hometown. Give us a true center, hopefully here for these next couple of years. And, you know, more than anything else, I look forward to continuing to talk with you, build a friendship and, and, you know, get to have some of those conversations where it's, you know, just us chilling, talking, because that's, those are where the best moments come out. So I look forward to on the air and off the air, and I'm happy that you did this today. It means a lot to me. So thank you for that. Yeah, it means, like I said, it means a lot to me too. I thank you. And you're welcome also. You know, uh, happy holidays. Have, have a great Merry Christmas. Have a great New Year, because uh, it's about to be a new year. You know, I made a life-changing signature today. So it's... <laughs> definitely about to be a new year it's not gonna be the same repetition for me the same 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 goals just a different level but uh in a different place but uh same goals same things but uh, it's gonna be a new year for me because it's gonna be new for me as far as like visual yeah you know uh but 
I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to meet you. I'm excited to, like, you know, click with my team. I'm, I'm, I was telling the coach the other day, uh, my bad. See, but I was like, I was like, I'm trying to come up there and practice, like, right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, let me, let me come through, get a few reps for you. But, like, you know, y'all practicing for the bowl. You know, uh, boys go out there. They, they, from what I've seen, them boys paired. Them boys paired to go 85 this year. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm eager. I'm eager to get out there and learn. You know, uh, that's something else that I was taught. You know, don't be big head. Always, it's always something that you can be taught. It's always, it's always a door to learn something. Uh, yeah, I so. agree. Jayanari Reed, thank you as always. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. Offensive lineman coming in center from Hutchinson Community College in Kansas with two years of eligibility, nationally signed, ready to go on the dotted line. And here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays back to you and yours. And I look forward to talking with you soon. And a deuce from the big general. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I appreciate that. Yes, sir.